The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to share with you this incredible story that Rabbi Meinach Biedemann said over about his own Zayda Rabbi Dovid from Lel of Yushalayim. And he said that in his Zayda's time in Eretz Yisrael, there were only two Koylelim, the Varsha Koylel and the Glitziana Koylel. He said in his grandfather, his Zayda, Dovid Biedemann, was in charge of the Varsha Koylel. He said, and one day a fellow came to him complaining in the Kailo that there was another person in the Kailo that was bothering him, that was saying not nice things about him, saying not nice things to him. What should he do? And the Dubit said to him, the Gomorrah already says, those that are shamed and do not answer, the Pusik says about them, they go out in such brilliance like the sun. They light up the world. He said, if you're quiet, if you don't respond, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Time goes on. And this individual, this rude individual continues to bother this Yid. And after a while, he comes back to Rebdovid and he says, he's still bothering me still so frustrating, he's shaming me. And he just repeated himself, the Gomorrah says, if you're shamed and you don't answer, if somebody embarrasses you and you don't embarrass him back, the greatness, if you're quiet, you won't regret it. And repeatedly, over time, it kept coming up again and again, and every time he came to Rebdovid, Rebdovid would respond the same way. Eventually, this fellow had a daughter who was in Shaduchim looking to get married. And it seemed like it was getting ruined from this rude fellow because anyone who would ask about the family, he would go and say terrible things. And he came running to Rav Dumit, He said, now he's hurting my daughter Shaduchim. She can't get married. And all Rav Dumit said is, the Gomorrah says, if you're embarrassed, you don't answer the greatness, if you're quiet, you won't regret it. And then his son was in Shaduchim. He said, now I have two kids in Shaduchim, and this guy's killing it. And we went to Reb Dovid, and Reb Dovid answered, those who are ashamed and don't respond, those that don't answer to abuse, if they're quiet to somebody who's being rude to them. The greatness, the Pasek says about them, if you're quiet, you won't regret it. Baruch Hashem. Soon after, in one week, both of his children were engaged. Unbelievable simcha. Problem is, he's just a poor fellow. In Koyal, in Yerushalayim, back in those days, he didn't have any money. How's he supposed to make weddings for them? So back then, many people who needed some money, they would go to Vienna. And in Vienna, there was Nearly no Jews, but the few Jews that were there, some of them were well-to-do, and there was a Rev Moshe, who was a very wealthy Jew over there, that people would go to solicit to try and get funds. So this fellow makes his way over to Vienna to go meet with this Rev Moshe, the wealthy Jew over there. He stays the night 
in Vienna in some sort of hotel. And he's planning on meeting with this Moshe the next day. He goes into one of the public areas of the hotel. And this Jew cannot believe his eyes. But there, having been left by one of the people who were in the hotel, there was a tremendous sum of money, enough that would make him not just have enough for his wedding, but to be fabulously wealthy, to maybe even compete with this Moshe, the wealthy fellow in Vienna. It was a small fortune sitting there. Wow, this year goes unbelievable. What a miracle. Hashem sent me this money, left here in a town where almost everyone is not Jewish. There's no Hashabas Aveda. It's mine. It's a gift from Hashem. It's an unbelievable present. What a Yeshua. What a salvation. I don't need Moshe anymore. I don't need to go ask for money. Unbelievable. He takes the money and he puts it together with the small amount of money that he had brought with him to Vienna. And he gets ready to leave. He doesn't need to stick around anymore. So he goes, wants to leave the hotel to make his way back to Yerushalayim and share the unbelievable miracle that Hashem did for him and go celebrate at the wedding of his two children. He gets to the front door of the hotel and he sees, no, he cannot exit. The police have already closed off the hotel. For whoever had lost this money, this fellow, when he misplaced his money, he realized, and he figured, he didn't realize he lost it, he figured someone stole it. So he called the police and the police locked off the hotel. Said nobody could go out so that they could find who the thief is. In Vienna in those days, a person who was caught stealing was killed. So this Jew goes back to his room and he's quaking. What should he do now? The police are now going, making their way methodically through the entire building, searching everyone's room. If he gets caught with his money, they will kill him. What should he do? The police come into his room. They start searching. They don't find anything. They say, let us see your bags. They start going through his bag. And sure enough, they pull out a tremendous sum of money from his suitcase. He goes, thief! We got the thief! They tell everyone we got him! And the year jumps up to protect his life. And he says, no, that's nonsense! That's my money! I'm a very wealthy businessman from the Varsha Koyal in Yerushalayim. That's my money that I brought here. So they said, sounds like a Boba Maisa to us. Let's count the money. If it's the exact same amount of money that this fellow lost, you're dead. They count the money, but since he had taken the money and put it together with his, it wasn't the exact same amount of money. So they said, uh, okay, putting you in jail for the night, and we are going to contact our people in Yerushalayim to find out if your story is true, are you a wealthy businessman from the Varshakailo in Yerushalayim? So they send message to Yerushalayim to their contacts there and they say, please go to the Varshakailo and find out 
who such and such a person is. So they make their way, the authorities make their way over to the Bar Everyone knew where that was. And of course, everyone in the Bar is poor. They make their way in to go ask about this Jew. Who do they walk over to to ask? They walk over to this fellow that's been shaming him and trying to ruin his life for these past few years. And they go over to him and they say, do you know so-and-so? He says, yes. He's thinking to himself, ah, oh, what's, what's my opportunity now to give it to him? They say, well, we have been reached out to from Vienna. They want to know if you know who this fellow is. So he's thinking to himself, that guy went to Vienna. Well, why does a Jew go to Vienna? The reason a Jew goes to Vienna is to collect money because they need tzedakah. He said, I bet you that he's telling them a story over there, how poor he is, how much he needs money, and they want to verify it. I'm going to ruin it for them. I'm going to make him out to be wealthy so that he gets no charity, no tzedakah from over there. So he says, sure, I know him. He's a fabulously wealthy businessman. He's wonderfully off. He doesn't need any money. He's fantastically successful in business, very well wealthy. So he said, really? Okay, thank you so much. We'll send word back to Vienna. And this guy's thinking, <laughs> got him good. They send word back to Vienna. They get the report. Oh, he's, in a, he's a wealthy businessman. They take him out of prison. They say, so, so sorry. We verified your story. Off you go back to Eretz Yisrael, back to Yushalayim. We apologize for the inconvenience. And this fellow gets back home with this fortune of money that he has in his possession. And he's thinking to himself, how did that happen? How did they verify the story that I'm a wealthy businessman when I know that I'm a poor Kailil guy? And he went there and he made a big suda to celebrate that Hashem had saved him. And he said, who, who did they ask? Who gave the report on me? Who saved my life? And he found out at that moment that it was this fellow, the fellow that had been trying to destroy him for years, the fellow that right then was trying to ruin him. But in the end, Hashem gave him his tremendous reward for not getting involved in the fight, for letting this guy just be, for swallowing it and accepting what Hashem was giving him and, and only turning his attention to Hashem, to not get embroiled in the machoikis, to not lower himself to this fellow's level, and this guy trying to destroy him. Hashem used as the vehicle to bring him to unbelievable greatness and riches. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.